The Gospel story is, in fact, three interwoven stories. First, there's Jesus' creation of a new community. He calls around him twelve disciples and commissions them to spread the fire of his kingdom. The disciples falter and stumble out of fear of the cross, failure of imagination and cold betrayal. The second story is Jesus' mission to the crowd, the teeming mass of poor and depressed whom Mark names no fewer than 38 times in his Gospel. This is a ministry of healing, exorcism and liberation through story, announcement and gesture. On Palm Sunday the crowd seem to have taken up the cause of liberation, but by Good Friday they've chosen the terrorist Barabbas instead. The third interwoven story is Jesus' confrontation with the powers that held Israel in a stranglehold. One by one, Jesus takes on the Pharisees, scribes, Herodians and Sadducees. He dismantles their authority and challenges their control, but eventually the veil of pretense is pulled aside and behind emerges the real power in Israel, the power that toys with all other powers, the Iron Fist of Rome. Somerset Lowry's summary of Jesus' ministry, a man that lived in Galilee, has a contemporary feel, but was in fact written in 1926. Jesus' ministry is made up of several different kinds of activities. There are extended episodes of preaching and teaching, of which Matthew's Sermon on the Mount is the most famous and the parables perhaps the most memorable. 
Then there are the miracles, both healings and encounters with the created world. It's best to think of the miracles as enacted parables, each making a tangible point just as parables make a verbal point. Next there are controversies, mostly with the authorities. Finally there are symbolic actions, like riding a donkey into Jerusalem and cleansing the temple, that capture the imagination. Arvo Pett takes the beatitude, sometimes known as the most important word spoken by the most important person that ever lived, and gives them an unforgettable setting. The way to understand the Beatitudes is to realise that Jesus is describing his own ministry.
The theological significance of Jesus' ministry is still a live question. For those who place all the emphasis on the cross and see Jesus' death as the atonement for our sins, it's questionable what role his actual life really has for us besides giving us a sense of the one who was crucified. By contrast, for those who believe Jesus inaugurated a movement called the Church and a new kind of existence called the Kingdom of God, then Jesus' life has maximal significance and the cross is not quite so central except as an indication of the cost of that life. Those who take the first view have to reckon with the fact that the large majority of the Gospels is about the ministry rather than about the death. Here's Moses Hogan's setting of the spiritual Ride on King Jesus.